live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Beijing Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Getting crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the freaks. Come on, they free. Oh, Freak Nation, we got a show for you tonight. You know, when you when you can claim that you can you can roll in an ARCA Series Daytona winner into a WWE superstar, into an NHRA funny car winner, you know what, Statman Crasher, a lot of people have tried. You know what, frankly, people have never tried to duplicate what we do because they freaking can't, Freak Nation. <laughs> Thanks to all the metal you've brought to right. our airwaves over the last 22 years. No, you're right. They cannot. No, they can't. And we're going to do it again tonight. Big E from the WWE will be here in the Freak Nation. Corey Heim, your Daytona winner from the ARCA series last week, will be here in the Freak Nation. Also joining us here in the Freak Nation, his name is Robert Height. Robert Height will be with us. In the Freak Nation. Robert Height, NHRA Funny Car winner two times. He won in Pomona. Then, of course, he won this afternoon in Arizona. He's going to be here in the Freak Nation. And, uh, Stadman, did you hear the the prick heard around the NASCAR world? Are you sure he wasn't just saying, welcome, brother. It's so good to hear your voice. I miss you daily. He wasn't saying that. No, Crasher. I don't think uh, I don't think they were saying that during the NASCAR broadcast on Fox. Were you? We're still not one hundred percent that Joey Logano said the word "prick" on live national TV, but it sure as heck sounded like it. And it's it was. It was at least on Fox. It wasn't on <laughs> CBS. It was at least on Fox. All right. <laughs> Uh, you follow us on Twitter, of course, on Facebook, speedfreaks.tv is the website. Hopefully, you're watching us on our YouTube page or Facebook Live or Twitch uh, as we've turned this into a video element. We think we're so damn good looking that uh, you need to see us for two damn hours. What are you laughing at, Statman? What the hell are you laughing at, man? Hey, people stand in line and pay good money to see things that look worse than we do. <laughs> I mean, Sarah's checking in. She says, woohoo. It's party time, babe. You're dang straight it is, <laughs> yes, man. Yes, it is. That we can attest to. Yep. Good looking? No. We'll get there. We okay. will get there. Okay. Yeah, uh, a big motorsports weekend. Crasher has your results coming up in your pit news and notes. Supercross to Monster Jam to NHRA, IndyCar, NASCAR. And Stabman, hold on just a second, all right? Um, what was the over-under for yellows at California Speedway? Do you 12. Recall? 12. They said it was 12. Crushed that. <laughs> you know, I, probably because I was so freaking stone tired from skiing uh, for a couple of uh, couple of days. Yeah, by the way, nice Rudolph nose. You like that? You look good. Can yeah. you see that? Sunshine and high altitude and bouncing off the snow. Well, uh, Freak Nation, that's exactly what I was doing. I was bouncing off the snow for a couple of days <laughs> in Flagstaff, Arizona. And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, but you can't see it on our national radio show, but if you're watching on YouTube, you can certainly see that I got a big old red beak. 
uh, from two days of skiing in Flagstaff. Uh, Richie, let me check in with you real quick. Are we doing okay with our sports byline feed? Working on it. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Got it. All right. See there, Freak Nation? There's uh, where the video element works. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's not much I could do about that right now, Crasher. We're just going to kind of enjoy Richie, the side of uh, Richie right there. So evidently, we are back on now. So uh, we, we'd like to welcome back in our radio affiliates. So was that first, what, four minutes? Were we off the damn air? Oh, that great pontification that we had between... Oh, fabulous, yeah. Whoa. All right, let me reset real quick. I'm fired, so, everybody. You're what? No. no, I guess I'm fired. I can just leave the show now. Yeah, why don't you? What the hell was going on, man? You're you're the, the centerpiece of getting us on the air with Sports Bot on you, happy bastard. What happened? Uh, it doesn't matter now. We're back. Everybody here. <laughs> good. Okay. Yeah. It's good to Why see you. Why harp on the negative, Ken? It's good to see your face is as red as mine now because, dang it. And uh, by the way, what? he would not just walk out on us right now mm-hmm. because he has a sprained ankle, apparently. Dude. How's it feel? How's the ankle feeling there, Richie? I mean, I don't think that the Freak Nation really matters, but but it's fine. It's, it's getting back right. to normal. Um, I, this is my first sign of, of feeling really old. Mm. basically at my at 31 years old i can i finally start oh. walking around with a limp so <laughs> well oh you have decades before how you old did he say he was 31 31 wow richie our residential millennial here in the freak nation all right uh freak nation coming up crash gladys pit news and notes uh nascar uh joy logano and matt kenseth had a fun little tiff on the air mm-hmm we also have uh, WWE superstar Big E joining us here in the Freak Nation. All right. But first, let's get to some Crash Gladys Pit news and notes. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Well, as far as I know, we're bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. <laughs> Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. I don't care where you're listening to. An affiliate, SiriusXM, one of our many, many audio apps. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. General Tire brings you Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Go to GeneralTire.com to find the tire for your righteous ride. I headed up to Flagstaff with a family, and I had brand spanking new General Tire grabbers on that Tahoe, and it got me up there safe and sound. You should do it, too. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? I don't know if General would want us to really say what you were doing on those tires, but let's just say that you put them to the test mm. and it worked on ice. Yes. A lot. Thank Kenny was you. having a lot of fun on those General tires. Yes, All right, was. with these news and notes, I'm going to be having some fun and rolling through them very quick. So if I miss anything, which I typically do, head over to racer.com and speedsport.com for the Motherload Supercross Dallas, a.k.a. Arlington, Texas. At this race, it was points leader Eli Tomac with the win in the big series and East points leader Cameron McAdoo with the win in the 250s. Again, loads of videos that are must-see TV from last night's race, so head to any of the Supercross social channels for a good laugh or 12. IndyCar kicked off its season on the streets of St. Pete. Hinchcliffe in the booth? Yeah, good addition. No post-race coverage? That needs work. Oh, and that's scheduled, too. It's almost a month before the next race in Texas for Scott McLaughlin to drink out of a racing shoe again. So do you, like many others, believe that Scotty Mack will go on a run this year? Today, he looked flawless. Speaking of flawless, this Robert Height guy in NHRA Funny Car, he's insane. He's won two races in a row to start off the season, which means eight rounds 
of a win light and zero losses. We will talk with Height in, what, about 40 minutes. NHRA and Phoenix also saw a pair of relatively new winners in Mike Salinas and Top Fuel, Aaron Stanfield and Pro Stock. NASCAR raced in SoCal this weekend, round one of their first West Coast swing. Cole Custer wrapping the win in Xfinity, then home stater Kyle Larson driving through the field to win in Cup. Still mixed reactions to the next-gen car on its first true test. But overall, you guys on social media, you seem to be digging the drama, even if Kyle Larson didn't know that Chase Elliott was, quote, there as he so proclaimed. Trans Am debuted in Sebring, and it was much of the same story from last year. Rafa Matos winning flag-to-flag in TA2. Chris Dyson doing the exact same thing in the top series. Bam. Freak Nation, when we resume, more from California Speedway. And, of course, the madness that is the P word heard around (laughs) the world. Freak Nation. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right, keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-756-8720. 800-756-8720. That's 800-756-8720. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. What's going on, Freak Nation? You're back with the Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios. 22 years of doing this. That's 22 years of doing it from the Lucas Oil Studios. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. When you get some free time, spend some time on the Lucas Oil website. I don't care what you got uh, out in that garage. Motorcycle? Speedboat? What about a big old fat race car or just a dang jalopy that you want to keep on the road? Lucas Oil has the products to keep your ride on the road. Inside your engine, outside your engine. Inside your car, outside your car, they got it for you. Go to lucasoil.com. Statman, as we said, the over-under was 12 for the cautions at California <laughs> Speedway. And you take out about 45, 60 minutes of that race. I thought it was a damn good race. There was a lot of action on there was, there, the, the, the I think Matt Kenseth, Stat, added an element to this that, again, was pleasurable. And, and, and Matt Kenseth isn't a dude that I expected anything out of as he was helping add color with Clint Boyer and Mike Joy. Wait, what? Your fellow metalhead? Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Well, it was, when there was action, it was great action. But so much of the race was just droning on like a NASCAR race does. But there was a lot of action because the track had, it was very bumpy, especially on the back stretch. Tunnels going under the track through the suspension off especially on the new cars so yeah it was a it was a good race a lot of activity and they were worried about it uh, yesterday because they in the, a 15 minute session i think had four or five uh, yellow flags red flags and everything so they were worried about it because of the condition of the track i think overall it came out okay i spent the beginning of the race at the nhra race here in our backyard in Phoenix, Arizona. So I did not see the full NASCAR race on TV, but what I saw was mostly stage three, and I thought it came off very entertaining. So, yeah, I'm not privy to the beginning of the race, mm-hmm. but I liked what I saw in stage three, and that's arguably that's when the drivers got racier anyway. But, damn, how, what did you put up, Kenny? You thought that it looked like Bristol mm-hmm. of the West? At times, yeah. yeah. It just sucked for Tyler Reddick. I Saturday really thought night he Bristol had his, racing. Yeah. I really thought he had his first win there, and I was yeah. It was that was the bad part about the whole thing was that he led for like ninety of the two hundred laps and uh, got caught up in somebody else's problem and couldn't even finish the race. The cool news there, though, if you are a Tyler Reddick fan or if you're looking for somebody new to cheer for, he led more laps today than in any. Than in his entire cup career combined before today. Yeah. So yeah, he's his first win is right around the corner. And, and then his teammate Austin Dillon, I thought Austin was not really dead in the water, but I just didn't think he was going to show much today. And he drove through the field and got himself a second. Yeah, and that's all because that. I was picking him last year in our beat the freaks. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. Uh, Reddick said, "Well, if the stat man's going to pick me, I've got to show up for the race, right?" And show up he has. 
so many things to talk about in this race, but one thing that seems to have uh, taken a life of its own was when Matt Kenseth in the booth with Clint Boyer and Mike Joy. Go back to Martinsville 2019, Crasher? You got me on the year. I, I... Well, it, you know what? It was before 2019. Regardless, there was an incident on the, on the track between Joy Logano and Matt Kenseth. Yeah, it was way before 2019. Sorry about that. It was, it was where Matt Kenseth basically T-boned, spirited, spirited, whoa, speared. Oh, the Kenny Sargent Dictionary. We should spirited. have another window open up for that. Yeah, uh, speared, uh, speared Joey Logano. And they even prefaced it when they <laughs> talked about Matt Kenseth going to Joey Logano during one of the yellows uh, to ask him about the car. And Joey Logano dropped this out there. Logano, this is a voice you probably never thought you'd hear on the radio. This is Matt Kenseth up in the Fox <laughs> Sports booth. How's it going? What's up, Fred? <laughs> I'm doing good up here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Look at them all laughing. I I heard, <sighs> and we got to be careful here. We do. Uh, we, I heard the word prick. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a lot of folks on uh, Twitter heard the word prick. And listen. I heard that. I, yeah. NASCAR on Fox put it out there too on Twitter. Which is, by the way, thank you, NASCAR and Fox, for allowing us to put th- that up there, maybe. <laughs> uh, that's what I heard. Statman, did you hear that from Joy Logano to Matt Kenseth? Well, I heard it, but then I said, he didn't say that, did he? You know, and I, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I heard it. But, it, you know, I, it's one of those things that just like fin- fingernails on the chalkboard. When you hear it, it just cuts through everything. <laughs> it, yes. Yes, because I think at that time, I had my face buried in my cell phone with the TV in front of me. We had just gotten back from the track. I'm trying to get some social media done. And yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to the on-track action until I heard that. And I looked up and I looked at Kenny and I said, did you just hear that too? Right. (laughs) You're right. It cuts through everything else. One more time. I know this is a voice you probably never thought you'd hear on the radio. This is Matt Kenseth up in the Fox (laughs) Sports booth. How's it going? What's up, Fred? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Okay. Honestly, though, it could just be his Southern accent. What's up, friend? Joey Logano's not Southern. Joey Logano's from the Northeast. Okay, so hold on. All right. (laughs) Just because he lives in North Carolina doesn't mean he has a Southern accent. You are right. You are right. What's up? Yeah. You. (laughs) You can't deny it. Yeah, you can't deny. I don't think you can. And Mike Joy's reaction... Clint Boyer's reaction kind of adds to the drama. Instead, man, it's frankly, it's saying something for California Speedway, who really has been on the decline as far as uh, butts in the seats go. Wasn't a packed house, but it looked better than previous California Speedways that I've seen with asses in the seats. It seemed like they had more uh, empty seats than closed ones and they tried to show when they show the crowd (laughs) shots they tried to get as tight as possible on four people here and five people there but uh yeah i mean what's crazy about the whole thing is that there are more people within a 200 mile radius of that track than there are in some other states where nascar runs Mm -hmm. so um it's it's crazy that they can't get more people to that track. It it yeah, it has always boggled my mind. We I mean, 
all three of us, we started Speed Freaks in the Los Angeles market. And California Speedway was essentially our home track. We would do pre-race parties and tons of people would show up. I mean, in the hundreds. But they also would tell us, no, I don't have tickets for Sunday. I'm going to watch at home. I just thought, wow, what an interesting market this is. You want to see drivers close up and get autographs, but you won't pay the money to go on Sunday. Yeah, they they almost have one out of 10 people in America within four hours of that track from San Francisco (laughs) to uh, Las Vegas. And they have some massive markets. And, uh, you know, they just they can't get one percent of those people to come to the track. I think that's more of a marketing problem from the track than it is for the people deciding to go to the race or not. I don't know. I feel like that track has tried just about everything over the 22 years we've known them. I don't know. I don't get it. NASCAR was just there about a month ago doing the clash in downtown LA. That didn't have an issue. Well, they didn't fill up, but it was still a good crowd. But did how many, like what's the percentage of those people that transferred over to a hour and 15 minutes east i don't know but hey for those of you that stayed home you heard the prick around the world mm. well, Just, well one more time. Sports, this is a voice you probably never thought you'd hear on the radio this is matt kenseth up in the fox sports booth how's it going what's up Fred? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what he said just seeing the reactions you know clint boyer wanted to just, just fall down but he held his composure with <laughs> that good. he's becoming such a mature man yeah uh, coming up a moment hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. i forgot i had this on nice whoa. job Grash. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh he had a little salute out if you're watching us on youtube or facebook facebook oh, live right, uh, right. crasher's got her waiting. uh arizona pricks uh shirt on nice job our Grash. friends at hey this is fitting awesome sports logos awesome sports logos and kenny you helped design this one look at that arizona pricks baby there it is your stat man what you need to give this to clint boyer no no no. we're gonna give one to matt kenseth and clint boyer okay yes we're gonna do that we're gonna do that i'm gonna tweet it out to him stat man scat coming up robert height nhra funny car winner two there's been two races this year and he's won both of the damn things in the funny car class uh he'll be here uh, in the freak in the freak nation, and there was also another race season that kicked off in St. Pete with the IndyCar series. But first, how about your stat man scat? It's been a historic week. The headlines have been mind-boggling. Even the motorsports community is affected by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The Formula One community responded quickly, deciding quickly to cancel the Russian Grand Prix planned for Sochi in September. The announcement, though, left an opening. The last line said, in the current circumstances. Does that mean a race if the war is over? I certainly hope not. The uh, Hungarian Grand Prix is about 700 miles from the Ukrainian capital, Kiev. Maybe that race should be reconsidered. There's no World Rally Championship event closer than Croatia, with Hungary being a buffer. There's a WRC event in Estonia in July, which shares a border with Russia. I'd move or drop that event as well. We're entering a dark time, and sadly, there are millions in America who believe Russia invading a neighbor, killing innocents, and bombing homes is a good thing. We can only hope for peace. Speed Freaks.
Silver Sports Radio, redefined. Stat man, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, thank you guys for hanging out. You got us on our website at speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Uh, we're there for you on Instagram, Twitter. What about Facebook Live? Right now, Facebook Live and, of course, YouTube. We are live. And the Freak Radio Network. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Stat man, did you catch yourself a little bit of IndyCar racing today? I had a spectacularly wonderful time watching some real racing guys turning left and right, bouncing mm-hmm. off of walls, making decisions, st- strategy. It was wonderful. Okay. So what about some of those pit strategies? Obviously, the two pit strategy worked much better than a three pit strategy, but were there some dumb fuel decisions? Okay. The Andretti twe- team kind of messed up with Colton Herta and Alexander Rossi, but then otherwise, just with teams that had to do a three, three pit stop sequence for the race, was that just plain dumb engineering or what happened there? No, there were some teams. I think the Penske team had one of its, uh, they, they split it up where the teams had two stops and three stops. I think the big problem was with the broadcasters who tried to say that the three-stop, a certain driver was 20 minutes ahead of the three-stoppers. And, yeah, it just got so confusing that uh, they started laughing at themselves saying it. <laughs> and <laughs> and it, you couldn't, it just, you know, you lost everybody for five minutes. And if you didn't, if you didn't care, you just flipped the channel to something else, you know. But, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, but it was good to know that uh, the, the people that were on the two-stop strategy and the three-stop tr- strategy, and they would fall way down and work their way back up. Romain Grosjean was you know, down to 18th or 19th at one time, and five laps later, he was running eighth, you know? So, uh, wow. It was it was good racing. So you liked it overall? Yeah. So what do we have to wait, Crasher, till the Indy 500 before IndyCar's back on again? <laughs> it's three weeks. It seems right. like it's going to be a month. No, I think it's... I think it's sometime in January, isn't it? Next, the next year, race? you're already going 2023. Yeah, right. They're they, they're starting to get ready for next year. <sighs> you know, we'll hear from Robert Height coming up in about oh, ten minutes or so, and I'm curious his take. In uh, NHRA funny car winner from Arizona, who's he's one of the first two races in NHRA. Curious his take where he goes out and crushes it a couple of weekends in a row, and then they're off this next weekend. I mean, what does that do for your mojo when you're you've got the team, the car on kill, and then all of a sudden, ah, sorry, sorry, gonna wait a week or two. Yeah, but hold on. Racing is such a different sport than obviously anything else out there. Even football, it really weighs on your body. Some of the injuries that that guys go through on a Sunday Mm -hmm. and then they can barely make it back to Thursday. I mean, racing is just so expensive that to race week in and week out takes absurd budgets. How NASCAR is still doing that in the current economic climate just blows my mind. I know that a lot of teams are still scrambling to get money together to do it successfully. But yeah, that's why NHRA and IndyCar just can't do that. I think IndyCar needs more races. To be honest, I think 
NASCAR needs less. I think the season needs to be shortened, make it a little easier for the guys. You don't need to go week to week to week. It, it would be nice momentum wise, but damn, that's just hard on drivers, equipment, mental status. It's just hard. I think it's hard on the fans too. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. it sort of plays in the face of it, it, it. Every race has to matter. You know, I mean, that's when they're coming at you every week. You're like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got IndyCar this weekend. The next time they're back on the track, it's March 20th. That's at Texas. Okay, so three weeks. Yeah. Then they're off for another 20 days for the Long Beach Grand Prix. And then they're <laughs> off for another 20 days for the Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama. I hear what you're saying, Crash. I, I, I get that. And you, you hear that from some of the older supercross riders of the the grind that it is every freaking saturday granted it's it's not a three-hour race but you go 20 minutes plus two laps on a bike and see if your body doesn't feel like it was in a Mm three-hour demolition derby you know on some cornfield and where, where am I going with I this? don't know, but you know, yeah, two wheels totally different. At some point, we need to have the conversation about the format that they used at the Coliseum with heat right. races and mm-hmm. smaller fields and the final last chance races. I'd love that, and yeah. uh, I wish they could do that more often. Richie, see if you can put that up on social media because, yeah – Today was a good race overall, but there were some some times that it it just kind of wore on. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Tyler Reddick, for leading. However, we we like to see a little bit more activity. But yeah, do people want a change up in the racing format? Do you want to see an elimination format in the race so that you have lesser people at the last stage? I I don't know. How would you phrase that, Bill? Fewer people. uh, Yeah, just a, a different format with heat races. And do you need 40 guys starting the final? Uh, you know, yeah. I don't I don't think so. You know, just would you like to see a format change in addition to uh, fewer races and uh, shorter races, which the format change would bring about? There's something to be said for NHRA when you know you've got 16 strong candidates in each category to start the day and you better be on your best game, your best everything each and every round, right. you will be eliminated and done for the day. And guess what? Your sponsors are understanding of that. They they know, hey, we're either going to go four rounds or we're going to go one or two or three. Because I know that the argument from some NASCAR fans coming back would be like, well, that's not what the sponsors pay for. They need to be on the car the entire... Well, you don't know if your car is going to make it the entire race. You don't know if you might crash out early. So there's that as well. That's just reality. But yeah, I think something needs to be changed again. I'm on bleacherreport.com. I'm not sure how old this is, but it looks like the Fox extension that they did with uh, NASCAR is through the end of this year. Hmm. Uh, that was that that was that huge two about two and a half billion dollar oh, deal. Right. Uh, I think that was with NBC and Fox. Well, I don't think it was just with Fox. I might be wrong in that, but uh, I think it was both of them together. Well, my, my point is uh, the the obligations that they have with these networks and maybe race sponsors, I'm not sure. But it sounds like what we're saying is what the president, Steve Phelps, 
feels given the changes that they've made already. Um, maybe we need to be a little, a little bit more patient. Well, no, we don't have to be. What the hell are we think, talking about here? No, we need to no. be more vocal. I feel like we were so freaking yeah, more right? vocal. <laughs> we were so vocal from the mid 2000s saying shorten the freaking season. Stop going to every racetrack twice or not every, but most of them. It's like it's not necessary. You're oversaturating your fan base. And then by the end of the season, yeah, you have a handful saying, I don't want the, the season to end. But then everybody else is like, thank God. I need to get on with other things in my life. So, yeah, come on. What are we bitching about, man? It gives us something to talk. If the, if the thing was four months long, what would we do for eight months? Motorsports is not NASCAR only. There's Supercross. There's Motocross. There's Drag Racing. There's IndyCar. There's Formula One. You, mister, your new Drive to Survive fan that you are. Come on. There's so many. Other, there's sports cars. There's car. That's another thing people need to really fully grasp. Now let's go to Statman. Sports is not just NASCAR. Statman has uh, 60 minutes on a Iowa rally between. <laughs> it's possible. Rally cross. The Iowa Rally Series. The Iowa Rally <laughs> Series. Wow. <laughs> We're going to go to the late model open wheel hearse. Extravaganza at Irwindale Speedway for another 60 minutes. Trailer racing and figure eight racing. There you go. You guys have, we all have, all three of us, have raced in hearsts and been knocked upside our heads. We haven't raced in them, Crash. We've been crushed by them. Driven them. Oh, that's right. We were driving, were we driving a Cadillac? And then, yeah, the hearse. We were driving a Cadillac. Who knows what the hell we were driving? driving. It was a hoopty. And, yeah. (laughs) I just remember. Exactly. A hearse comes slamming into, I was in the second seat and it came slamming into my side of the car. And I just, I mean, I had, you know, those birds and stars going right around my head. It was crazy. All right, Freak Nation, coming up, his name is Robert Height, NHRA Funny Car winner from Arizona. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. A big second hour, WWE superstar Big E will be here in the Freak Nation. Also, we're going to hear from Corey Heim, Daytona winner in the ARCA series, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. More Freaks. Coming up. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, Freak Nation. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix was specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. Lucas Oil. It works. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. 
Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. What up? It's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Again, I'd like to thank our friends at Lucas Oil, Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Go to lucasoil.com. Slick Mist. To every kind of fuel additive to keep your car on the road, your motorcycle fat and happy. What about that speedboat? Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. Coming up in moments, his name is Robert Height, NHRA Funny Car Winner from Arizona. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Coming up in the second hour, WWE Superstar Biggie will be here. No, not uh, Elmore James, that man. Not uh, the Biggie from the NBA days back in your heyday, my friend. <laughs> Elvin Hayes? Yeah, not 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 Elvin Hayes, babe. Isn't that, isn't that what you called him, the Big E? Yeah, that's what they called him. And uh, had a long conversation one night with uh, Eddie Ratliff, who played with uh, Elvin Hayes in the high school, uh, high school All American and college All American, who was shut out when they got to the Houston Rockets. And they throw the ball into Hayes, and he was the black hole of offense. And uh, if he couldn't get a uh, couldn't get a shot off, he'd throw it back to Eddie. Here, Rook, do something with it. <laughs> there you go, Freak Nation. Uh, you asked. Uh, true. Uh, rabbit holes are us, and we do it. Mm-hmm. But, this, but this is the big. <laughs> This is the Big E, who's got about a million followers on Twitter, and he's a superstar when it comes to WWE. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Also, Corey Heim, Daytona, ARCA Series Daytona winner, two times in a row, man. Uh, Billy Venturini, my goodness, those guys just crush it when it comes to the ARCA Series. Uh, Again, Freak Nation, you follow us on Twitter, our website, speedfreaks.tv, our affiliates across the country, of course, SiriusXM, uh, audio apps across the country. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Hopefully you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook Live or our Twitch account. Again, you can chime in. A lot of you folks chiming in with comments. Uh, via Facebook Live and, of course, on uh, YouTube. 
Well, why don't we go to Robert Height in HRA Funny Connor? Funny car, funny car winner here in the Freak Nation. This is two wins in a row. NHRA Funny Car Pilot Robert Height joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Robert, I, I know you were too busy partying earlier, but I thought there was going to be a twofer with Joey Logano running with the same sponsor with AAA, you with AAA. I thought there was going to be a twofer uh, for AAA today in NASCAR and NHRA wins. That would have been pretty cool. Uh, I haven't even got to see or follow what's going on over there at the Auto Club 400. But, uh, you know, I'm always rooting for Joey Logano and the Auto Club car. Or uh, one of those team Chevys. Well, Robert, let's talk about this, man. Coming out of the gate, it's it's tough enough to get on the track at Pomona and have any idea of where your car and your team is. But then you come to Phoenix, bro, and you knock out two in a row. What the hell's in your cereal, man? You have no idea how hard this is to do. I mean, winning one of these in this class in Funny Car, it's crazy. It's tough. Okay, I am mentally exhausted. You go up against some big guns all day long to get one of these wins, and now we've done it two weekends in a row, and and we're not getting lucky. Okay, we're doing it on performance, so uh, this is pretty amazing. Uh, something that like if you'd have said you know three weeks ago that this this was going to happen, I'd have, I'd have bet against it. But uh, you know this team is really doing well. We're on a roll, and you know I don't know that anybody's ever made this many runs in the three eighties in a row, and. Uh, it's just a you know credit to Jimmy Proc, Chris Cunningham, and the whole group. But I'm pretty fortunate right now to be the driver of this Auto Club Chevy. Yeah, let's talk about that because at least today was four straight three eight runs. You talked about being exhausted mentally. I'm sure you're exhausted physically. How do you keep yourself going? Because adrenaline can only take you so far. We've heard how different drivers do different diets on race day versus other days of the week. What does Robert Height do? Well, what I what I do, you know, I'm going to change because you know it's uh, the first two races of the year we did get the job done, but by the end of the day, I'm ready to crash and. <laughs> Basically, you know, I eat a breakfast and then don't eat anything after that because you get in that race car and they cinch those belts down and you're so tight. And if you've been eating anything, you can't digest your food. It's just uncomfortable. So I just stay away from food. But I've got to change that. I've got to start eating some protein and then getting some stuff in my stomach, uh, you know, and I honestly, I think I'll, I'll perform even better. So your next sponsor will potentially be a smoothie maker. Bring them on. We got room. (laughs) I would love to see it. The official Robert Height smoothie. It's kale. It's celery. It's anything that doesn't fill them up in the day, but gives them energy. Yeah. And then uh, Coors Light for the winter circle. Yeah. (laughs) That's my kind of smoothie. There we go. Coors Light smoothie. Only Robert. There you go. Hey, now you're thinking. Yeah. There you go. Put some kale in the. Put some kale in the smoothie with some Coors Light. Make you suffer everything. You might be onto something. Yeah, there you go. I'm, a, I'm a Robert. I'm stunned, and, and I know the answer to this, but it's still crazy. You've had eight rounds, uh, less than four seconds around. What's that? Thirty-two seconds of competition, and you're exhausted. I'm, I'm, I know. What the what? Answer, but, right? <laughs> what <a> what? <laughs> Yeah, I tell you, uh, just, you know, everything that goes along with it, you know, there's, there's, you're racing, uh, you know, Tasca and Paul Lee and John Four, 16 time champ, and then Hagen in the final. Uh, that's enough to do anybody in. Yeah. And 
what's that like? You told us once that you shot rifles in the off season. And do you still do that? Does, does that allow you to unwind a little bit, fire off a few rounds? Definitely. And uh, this week, if the weather's nice in Southern California, that's where I'm going to be. Trust me. Uh, blowing off a little steam. And uh, is oh, that in wow. competition or just going out, blowing off steam? Just to uh, go out and, uh, you know, shoot some practice. Uh, unfortunately, there's not any competitions this off weekend. That Some of our schedules kind of messed up with, with the shooting schedule. But uh, I'm going to sneak out as much as I can this year because it is a good release and uh, something, you know, to take your mind off this racing. And I also think that it, it keeps me sharp, you know, on at what I do with racing because you got to be focused. Only a funny car champion could <laughs> say that your schedule is off with rifle shooting. <laughs> exactly. You know, I wish we were racing this next weekend. When you're on a roll like this, you don't want a weekend off. Okay. You want to get right back to it and keep this momentum going. How Even you- with how exhausted you say you are. I'll be fine in the morning. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Again, nothing a little course like can't remedy. That's right. (laughs) Can you explain, you guys are the most popular team in the NHRA. Can you explain exactly what's going on? And maybe not exactly, but what is going on behind the scenes? Let's say before your third elimination today, the third round, you are up against your boss, your father-in-law. What does go down in the pits as you guys are firing up both cars and you both are going for the win? Uh, There's, there's not a lot of, you know, communication back and forth. It's almost like, you know, we put up a wall. And, uh, you know, the may the best man win. We, you know, he wants to beat me. I want to beat him. And so, you know, uh, all the other rounds, we kind of work together and help each other. But when we're racing, it's, uh, it's all, you know, each man for themselves. So, uh, you know, but he's also the first guy there to congratulate us when we win. Absolutely. And the top end is always entertaining, huh? Win or lose, oh the top end is entertaining. Yeah, I'll say. Hey, you know, if I could just race and let him do the interviews, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> hey, hi! You've been coming in here for almost a twenty our twenty two year existence, buddy. Your interviewing skills have definitely improved. I give you a lot of props, buddy. Uh, thank you, but uh, just try to be myself. Uh, if I <laughs> if I were to try to be John Force, uh, that, that wouldn't go so well. Hey, talk about Phoenix versus Pomona. Is there much difference in your car setup with Southern California? Then you come out here to the desert, or is it pretty much identical? It's pretty close. You know, we tested here right before the Winter Nationals, and that went well. And honestly, I couldn't wait to get back to Phoenix because I knew, you know, how consistent and how how well we ran here. And then we go to Pomona. It wasn't like we missed a beat. And then it was like, all right, we're licking our chops. we got to get back to Phoenix. And it's they're very similar. And NHRA has done a really good job prepping these tracks, putting on a lot of close side-by-side racing for the fans. And, man, if you'd have seen this place Saturday and Sunday – it was packed. I mean, it was a, it was a sold out crowd. Unbelievable to race in front of, you know, packed house. And uh, that even gets you up more. All right. You talk about the stress. You've got uh, some time between now and Gainesville. Uh, you're going to go out and shoot some guns. Uh, is there anything else in the works for you to chill or is it back at the shop taking orders from uh, the 16 timer? You know what? Uh, he rode out here with me, right? Oh. The last minute, decided he was going to jump in the truck and ride with me. He was all excited. Uh, can't say I was, but he was. <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of nice just to get out on the road and, and cruise and turn music up. So he took a flight tonight. So tomorrow I get to cruise back to California by myself. Uh, 
listen to some music, not hear that dinger when he doesn't fasten his seatbelt for 20 miles. <laughs> but that's hey, that's true. Yes. The driver always controls the radio, but if a 16-timer sitting sitting next to you, does he control the radio? No. All he wants to do is talk. He wants to turn the music down and talk. <laughs> Enjoy uh, your greatness. peaceful ride home, uh, you two-time winner this year, you points leader. Can't wait. I can't wait. Robert, as always, buddy, thank you for doing this, man. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Robert Height here in the Freak Nation. Always greatness when he rolls. Imagine that stat, man. You're sitting next to the 16-timer, and you're... John, put your seatbelt on. Please put your seatbelt on. You know, the best news about uh, racing right now uh, with NASCAR, we're getting new names uh, that are coming in, that are getting on the podium and that are winning and are running fast. And with the NHRA today, you have Robert Hyde is an old name, but you had uh, uh, Josh Ashley won last week. Justin. And, and uh, Justin Ashley won last week. And Stanfield today and uh, <laughs> new names, uh, you know, guys that don't win all the time. I hope this continues for the season. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Uh, you know, it's only early in the season, only a couple of races, but I hope it continues for the season and we get some new names and new faces and uh, new people that are coming online. It's new everywhere. Don't forget Scott McLaughlin and IndyCar. And you've got names like Polo and an award up running up front. I mean, yeah. it's not the day of Dixon and Frankie anymore. Yeah, right. I was I was watching the race today and we're huge Dixon fans, yeah. uh, but nobody picked Dixon in their uh, in their picks this week. And he's running half the race. He's running in front. And, you know, <laughs> I just said, are we going to look stupid with this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that. I thought about doing the research and then I said, screw it. I'm not going to, but the, the generations of drivers, NASCAR, NHRA, IndyCar, how many, with our 22 years of existence, how many generations waves hmm. have we gone through? Think hmm. about that one. Yeah. There's, I think there's only in NASCAR, there's only been a couple because when we came online, um, uh, Earnhardt and Gordon and, uh, you know, the same guys were winning all the time. And now there's new, there's new names that are running up. Cendric won at Daytona. Larson won today, but, uh, you know, they had new names that are on the second, third and fourth. So, yeah, I mean, you can't, you, it's just good to see mm -hmm. new faces and new names, new guys figuring it out new guys getting a chance, uh, people putting new people into the driver's seat. That's a good thing. And sports is, uh, motorsports has got to be better off when you get new faces in the, in the new places. You know, that's a really good point you bring up Kenny, because we obviously have covered everything since we started in the year 2000 and the only series, at least just right up top of mind right now that has had at least four or five turnovers has been Supercross Motocross. Mm -hmm. Granted, that kind of motorsport really takes a beating on your body and you cannot last, at least at the top level, you cannot last as long as a four-wheel sport. But yeah, all the others have only been about two, maybe three generations of turnover. Yeah, if that. I mean, there's, if that. In NASCAR, you still get, well, you don't have, uh, 
We don't have Gordon, obviously, and Rusty Wallace and the guys that used to win when we came online. But, but no Stewart. I mean, even that kind of next layer, the Stewart's yeah, gone. Clint Boyer's Kenseth. gone. Boyer and Kenseth. He's in the booth. Yeah. Kenseth's yeah. gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kenseth, in fact, did a pretty good job today. I agree. Yeah. I, to him. I hope he does it again. Tony was good last week. Uh, I, You know, and the guys that had just came out of the car, I'd like to hear them because they know what the current car is doing and what the current competition is instead of in the old days when guys that haven't raced in 30 years are boys really going fast. <laughs> we got side by side racing. You know, I, th- I thought about really? you today, stat, because again, you and I are both big fans of just tell me something that I don't know. Tell me what I'm watching and why this happened. And with Kyle Bush, I believe it was in turn two, when he got up into one of these grooves, Matt Kenseth was talking about one of the, the grooves. If you get your right rear on, on top of it, you can get hooked in this groove, which consequently happened with Kyle Bush because it looked fairly nonchalant. How did Kyle Bush spin coming out of turn two? Professional race car drivers don't do that. But he told me why, and I thought, that's the stuff that we we want to hear from these guys. And that's also the stuff I thought about that too when I heard that because you and I, when we raced in that Craftsman truck at uh, – <laughs> And we went through turn two and the pucker factor in turn two was so great <laughs> that I said, yeah, the pro, even the pros have trouble on a turn two. <laughs> been. But, you know, I felt good. I had the same troubles there, you know, yeah. pop my collar on that one. <laughs> oh, Freak Nation. Uh, again, you follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We're there for you on Instagram, the website, speedfreaks.tv, Statman. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Hopefully you're watching this on YouTube or on Twitch or our Facebook Live page, or you're listening to us on one of our many affiliates. To get more information, again, it's speedfreaks.tv. Big second hour coming up. Corey Heim, your Daytona ARCA series winner. He joins us here in the Freak Nation. And for you WWE fans, his name is Big E. I spent a good five minutes with this guy, and you're not going to believe what this dude drove as a young man. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Let's go on, Freak Nation. Second hour, WWE superstar Big E joining us here in the Freak Nation. Also, Corey Heim, who won your ARCA series opener in Daytona. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Did you miss Robert Height last hour? Uh, he was here. Also, plenty of conversation about... Um, uh, the yeah, the P heard around the world. I know this is a voice you probably never thought you'd hear on the radio. This is Matt Kenseth up in the Fox Sports booth. How's it going? 
What's up, friend? <laughs> I'm doing good up here. I mean, it kind of sounds like what's up, friend, but then again, we don't want it to sound like what's up, friend. Because he doesn't have that accent. It's not, what's up, friend? It's right? not like you guys corrected me in the first hour. That's yeah. not Joey Logano's accent. So it, it's clearly prick. Right. And uh, that's just what it is. Uh, hold on, hold on. One more sales opportunity for our friends at Awesome Sports Logos. AwesomeSportsLogos.com. What does our radio freak nation think about that crash? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Clearly forgot. We are on radio and I'm showing a picture of the T-shirt that I'm wearing, which is an Arizona Pricks T-shirt from AwesomeSportsLogos.com. And basically what it is is a cactus because Arizona Pricks means you're in the desert and it's a cactus, a very tall saguaro with two soccer balls. Just leave it at that, please. Use your imagination as to the formation of it all. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Just leave it at that. Just say it. It's a saguaro and two soccer balls. Oh, oh stat man. <laughs> it's how we roll here in the Freak Nation. Again. Deep breathe. This is a voice you probably never thought you'd hear on the radio. This is Matt Kenseth up in the Fox Sports booth. How's it going? What's up, Fred? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Now, Crasher, you were, we were talking about this in our uh, abbreviated pre-show meeting that we had today. That Mike Joy was trending for going. Oh yeah, something similar. Uh, these nuts on, on the broadcast. Clearly, this was part of the broadcast that I missed. But yes, Mike Joy was trending after the race, and the majority of tweets that came up when I was looking for why he was trending mm-hmm. was that apparently he made a reference to these nuts, a la Rob Gronkowski several years ago. I don't know. Clearly, it was probably it was something. Pit stop related. There's no, it's a single lug nut now. So you can't say these nuts as in full on lug nuts because that doesn't exist anymore. These nut? I don't know. Th- these nut. This nut. This nut. Right? You a nut. Snap, <laughs> man. Just, he's not going to wade into this, man. He's already dug his rabbit hole for first hour. <laughs> yeah. No, I've got, I'm, I'm so far ahead on the rabbit hole count that I can take, <laughs> I can take a few weeks off. <laughs> Richie, can you find any other reason why Mike Joy was trending? Was it a nut? I just, I just did, a, yeah, I just did a quick look on on a Twitter search. I didn't see anything that really came up, but I will keep yeah. deep diving into it. Right, I'll get my crack staff on it, and I'll Thank get you. back to you later in the show. Yeah, get okay. your staff on it there, Richie, and see if we can come up with something. <laughs> Again, that is me. It's just me. Yeah, for 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 all the wrong reasons. Um, Mike Joy trending or all the right reasons. No, I, was I guess. Say, right? Why is that wrong? If he had, I mean, he's he can be funny, he can be, he can be good. Right. Mm-hmm. He's allowed. He's yeah. Allowed, yeah. Right. He's allowed to have a personality outside of just being <laughs> cookie cutter. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think when he hears that? Oh my God! I got to spend the entire year for NASCAR in the booth with Clint Boyer. You think Mike Joy goes, hell yes, or like, bad year to stop sniffing glue? No, I mean, he'd, on the 1st and the 15th, he probably loves every mm-hmm. minute of it. Yeah, right. No, I think, here's the deal. I, I, I don't know this for a fact. I just know it's true. Mm-hmm. That Mike Joy was put in a broadcaster's box and could not get out of it. I think Clint Boyer is allowing him to get outside of that box and kind of free himself up a little bit. I think he's loving it. I think he's totally digging it. Yes. Yeah. 
they they talk about the kind of blow that Troy Aikman's going to make now at ESPN. What Tony Romo makes with CBS. <laughs> I don't think Mike Joy's making that. Mike Joy and Clint Boyer getting the pocket change for those guys. <laughs> right. All right, Freak Nation, going to resume with some more affiliates and get into some Crash Gladys pit news and notes from the Lucas Oil Studios and the Freak Radio Network. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. 22 years we've been at it. 22 years from the Lucas Oil Studios. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks, Sunday night. Coming up this hour, the Big E from WWE. He'll be here. Corey Heim, Daytona Arca Series winner from last weekend. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. But first, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire because they deliver. Go to GeneralTire.com to find the tire for your righteous ride. Still plenty of snow, ice on the ground. Get yourself some new General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? All right, IndyCar kicked off its season on the streets of St. Pete. We liked Hinchcliffe in the booth. We did not like that there was really no post-race coverage. And we missed Scott McLaughlin drinking out of a racing shoe, his boot. Come on. It's basically three weeks until we're going to see anything of that sort again. There's a lot of momentum coming out of St. Pete right now with IndyCar, with the driver's personalities, and now we're going to go on mute for three weeks. It's just, I don't like it. Scotty Mack, though, will he go on a run this year? A lot of people are thinking that, yes, this is going to be his breakout year. Some people are thinking that about Romain Grosjean. We shall see. It's going to be fun regardless. But today, yes, flawless with Scotty Mack. So was Robert Height. In NHRA Funny Car, we just talked to him last hour. He has won two races in a row to start off the season, which basically means, no, it doesn't basically mean, it does mean eight rounds of a win light, zero losses. That's hard. He just told us how drained he was because of that. So NHRA and Phoenix also saw a pair of relatively new winners, Mike Salinas in Top Fuel, Aaron Stanfield in Pro Stock. NASCAR raced in SoCal this weekend. It was round one of their West Coast swing. Cole Custer wrapping the win in the Xfinity Series. Then... Mr. Homestate, California man, Kyle Larson, driving through the field, believe it or not, to win in Cup. Still mixed reactions on the next-gen car. This was basically its first true test. Overall, you guys on social media, you're digging the drama. Even if some of that drama involves Kyle Larson and teammate Chase Elliott. We still really haven't talked about that yet. We need to get more into that in this hour. The Trans Am Series debuted in Sebring. It was much of the same story from last year. Rafa Matos winning flag-to-flag in Trans Am 2. Chris Dyson doing the exact same thing in the top series. Supercross was in Dallas last night. Points leader Eli Tomac with the big win. And East points leader Cameron McAdoo, same, in the 250s. Loads of videos that you've got to see. Check out Supercross Live and all their social channels. Booyah! Motorsports Radio, redefined. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right, keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. 
Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50 pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-756-8720. 800-756-8720. That's 800-756-8720. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Back with the Freaks. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sarge at the website, speedfreaks.tv. You miss any of the show, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. We'll have it up there for you tomorrow morning. Of course, if you subscribe to SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, uh, all the audio apps out there, thank you guys for uh, downloading the Speed Freaks podcast. Coming up in moments, WWE superstar, the Big E, here in the Freak Nation. And in moments, Richie, I want you to join us for this a little bit of this first segment. All right, bud? Bring Richie back up in here. I'm going to add him to the stream. Now, Richie, we were talking about this. Let me back up a second. First of all, every, typically, Friday, Saturday, we'll post something on Twitter at Speed Freaks where you get a chance, Freak Nation, to win a set of general tires, okay? Typically, it's for the NASCAR race, but we figured, you know, IndyCar's kicking it off this weekend, so why not make it IndyCar picks? Three picks, and if you beat us, you're going to take home a set of general tires. Rich, you want to break it down on uh, how we did this past weekend? 
Yeah, let me let me bring it up here. Let me see if I can bring this up so I can show everybody what we're looking at here. So that right. we get a nice little indication. But it was a close matchup this week. I must shout out our contestant Robin this week. She picked Scott McLaughlin to win the race. Granted, he was on the pole, so I don't think that was like a big a big stretch to make. Crash made the Scott McLaughlin pick as well. But when it came down to it, let me see if I can share this here. Hang on. Oh my goodness. Is it gonna oh, no. happen? Nope, it's not gonna work. Okay, never mind. <laughs> oh technology. Um, so anyway, Crash won the week this week. She had 122 total points. Robin came in second, our contestant, with 104 points. Kenny came in third with 98 points. And after winning the week last week, Stat, you came in dead last with 78 points this week, unfortunately. And Crash, as you were explaining in our in our text thread, it, it, it came down to the fact that Robin went with the third Penske driver and Joseph Newgarden, who did not have a good day. And that's what cost Robin the win and, and a set of general tires. <sighs> Love the loyalty, Robin, especially for the Penske team, but it didn't pay off today. So maybe she should bill Newgarden for the tires she lost. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Send him a text message and say, you owe me a set of general mm-hmm. tires. Crasher, I want to know your thoughts on Joseph Newgarden. What's the, what's his problem? He won that championship and just kind of took a, took a, uh, a sabbatical in domination. He's always... In the conversation, but the last two years have been a little strange. I mean, Statman was the one that brought this up, saying that it's just taken him, I mean, it's been a slow start. It takes him a while to get his groove going, and he can't wait until Iowa like he did last year. He's, right. he's got to get, you got to be full 100% by Indianapolis. If you're not, I mean, Indianapolis is double points. You're screwed. It. He needs to perform like the champion that he once was, and he hasn't been doing that over the last couple of years. Something else that was happening during the ending laps of the IndyCar race was a little match between Chelsea and Liverpool, and <laughs> Richard C. Suave being the new, the latest addition to the Liverpool bandwagon, uh, had to go back and forth between a legendous finish with those two teams in the IndyCar race, Richard. Yeah, this was, it was like a sports fan's dream today. We had the final in the Carabo Cup, which is the English Football League, and it's a, it's a cup championship that encompasses a bunch of the English football leagues mm-hmm. around um, professional soccer over in England. And so the final was going on at Wembley Stadium today. There were 85,000 fans at Wembley Stadium to watch Chelsea and Liverpool. The game was nil-nil after 120 minutes, and it went – to penalty kicks. Now, the penalty kicks started with about a little less than 10 laps to go in the IndyCar race. So I had a setup <laughs> that was – I had the IndyCar race on my laptop, and I was watching the soccer match on the TV, and I was like, my head – you guys, anybody on radio, is going like left, left, right, left, right, <laughs> like back and forth because it was so good because I wasn't sure there for a while. I even tweeted this out there. I was like, well, Alex Pillow, will he catch Scott McLaughlin because that race was getting – it was getting close there at the end, especially when McLaughlin was coming up on a, a slower car there that kind of closed the gap between the two of them. I was like, oh, crap, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with the watch here. <laughs> and luckily, both ended up finishing really well. We got the first time winner with Scott McLaughlin in any car. And then we had something I've never seen, Kenny, in penalty kicks. I don't know if you knew this going in, which is that once you get through all 10 guys, 
in in this league cup, mm-hmm. they brought out the goalkeepers <laughs> to for the final for the final round of this penalty shootout. And it just so happened that Chelsea brought in a goalkeeper just for the penalty kick shootout. He did not make a single save. He comes in, it's down to his foot, and he shoots like 10 feet high he sails over the crossbar. And Liverpool <laughs> wins their first Carabo Cup since 2012, I believe. It's incredible. <laughs> I had no idea. I, I don't know if that's just particular to this uh, cup or if that's the way it is in UEFA. I, I, I never knew that. Um, I mean, you're right. You've got to have, I mean, if it's the championship, you somebody's got to win. You got to have a G-damn tie. But, wow, goalie, goalie be goalie. I don't know why I said that with an accent. I know, that was like Schwarzenegger commentary. <laughs> it, was, it? It, wasn't a, it, it wasn't a Southern accent either. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> well, I'm doing good up here. <clears throat> what just happened? I know. Come on, man. Here we go. Hey, Joe Logano. This is a voice you probably never thought you'd hear on the radio. This is Matt Kenseth up in the Fox Sports booth. How's it going? What's up, Fred? <laughs> Come on. He says it. He says it. Yeah. Richie, what's so your vote? Uh, well, here's the thing. So I was watching the race at that time, and I, right. I saw when he came on. I did not think he said it in real time. Right. I thought he said friend in real time when I was watching it originally. Oh, but now that I've seen it and I've heard it back so many times, yeah, I, I think it was pretty clear he dropped the dropped the P word out there on us. Gano, <laughs> <laughs> this is a voice you probably never thought you'd hear on the radio. This is Matt Kenseth up in the Fox Sports booth. How's it going? What's up, Fred? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing good up here. <laughs> and the dead giveaway is that all three of the guys are laughing. Yes, they laugh. They, they don't laugh they when say, you go. Hey, go buddy. Like, hey, friend. Hey, buddy. No, they're not going to laugh. <laughs> he said friend. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. Yeah, yeah. Everybody thought it was prick at first and still do. <laughs> <laughs> so every time someone says friend on the show, we just start to start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Uncontrolled right. laughter. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. That's greatness. Uh, his name is Big E. Well, he goes by, well, he goes by Big E when it comes to WWE. And he was one, he was the honorary pace car driver to kick off the Daytona 500 last weekend. And I had a chance to catch up with uh, Big E. And, you know, th- Enamored by the guy just because he's a hell of an athlete. But when I heard in his press conference in the uh, Daytona International Speedway Media Center on the car that he drove as a uh, college student, I thought, I got to get this dude. Because when you think of cats with a whole lot of money, garage full of Ferraris and Corvettes and Porsches, well, not Big E. Uh, Here's Big E from the WWE here in the Freak Nation. Freak Nation. When I see Big E roll in, I think man, dude's got a lineup of cars sitting in the garage there in his uh, his fancy bungalow. But the one thing that stuck with me, this some bitch owned a Geo Metro at one time. 
You have weibles to admit that, <laughs> e. Look, if I, I'm I'm honest. If I'm I'm nothing if if not honest. Uh, yeah, that was that was my college car. Uh, so yeah, that was like uh, what in '06 I bought a '93 Geo Metro for like eight hundred dollars. That was that was it. <laughs> hey man, and I was just hoping I I would drive everything, just praying the thing wouldn't break down. And I was in Iowa too, with dealing with those winters too. It was rough. It was rough. Why, why not the love for race cars or cars at the time? Was it just the fact that you were in Iowa? I was poor in college. I didn't have the money to to buy a fancy car. I just I didn't. So you know, I had to I had to get through. If you had the money at eighteen, nineteen years old, what's the one car that you eyeballed all the time? Oh, um, that's a good. I, uh, man, I didn't have necessarily like a a number one dream car. Maybe like a Challenger or something. Yeah, I, you know. But that, that, I did not have the cash for that. Now, here you are driving a pace car on this big old thing called Daytona International Speedway. Uh, you'll have 100,000 people cheering for you or against you in a big old stadium. But now you're going to have a whole hell of a lot of people hoping you don't run into, into turn one in the wall. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thankfully, I had some practice. I did have some practice. But uh, yes, that is that is the goal for today. Don't crash. That's that's my goal. <laughs> If I if I can't go 55 miles an hour on that track without crashing, then I, I got some I got some problems. Isn't it awesome that you have a guy like Denny Hamlin teaming up with Michael Jordan, bringing in Bubba Wallace to run that car, bringing in uh, a set of African Americans to follow the sport? That what Michael Jordan's getting involved with NASCAR? We got Big E here. This is the stuff that we've been preaching for 20 years. We've got to get more integrated into this. Uh, into into NASCAR to make it bigger than it really is. Right, right. Yeah, I think for me, man, I have so many friends now who love NASCAR and say incredible things about it, but I also think back to my childhood and I just was never really exposed to it. I didn't have that many of my friends or my peers who said, oh, you got to check this out or check out that driver. So I, I think that's a huge part of it, is just making it more accessible and, and making it cooler for, for people of all ages and, and backgrounds. Are you a historian for wrestling? I mean, do, you, do you go back in some of the different regions of wrestling or are you just, I'm going to get out there and earn a paycheck? So, so <laughs> first of all, so my memory is not the best. I don't have the best memory, but I do definitely have a respect for uh, for our craft, for the people who've come before me. So, yeah, I mean, I grew up a huge wrestling fan. So, uh, yeah, if you're about to hit me with some real deep trivia, you, you might you might stump me a little bit. But, yes, man, I have a ton of respect for the history of wrestling. The Von Erics. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. It's like. It's like you driving a Geo Metro is like me going to the Sportatorium in Texas going, who the hell are the Von Erics? That's how wacky it sounds to me, man. <laughs> uh, I, I can understand that. No, it's um, the more I learned about the Von Erics and their family and man, how Carrie was just just seeing the crowds lose their minds, man. It's so cool. Even hearing like my dad used to go to um, to uh, the armory in Tampa and he would tell stories of seeing Dusty Rhodes and uh, and he would tell me about like Thunderbolt Patterson, just all these just classic names. Uh, and I love that. You know, that's what wrestling, I think, brings out of so many people. You can be 80 years old and you can think of the time when you were a kid and you went with your your brother or you went with your dad. And I love that wrestling just kind of brings out the kid in all of us. And again, you would think that this guy's, again, got a, got a lineup of Mercedes Benz, Ferraris, Corvettes waiting on him when he gets back to his bungalow. But that ain't happening, right? I don't have a bungalow, by the way. We had to kill this bungalow talk for one. Uh, look, I'm a, I'm a bit of an odd bird in the sense that, uh, you know, I'm a bit of a minimalist. So I currently uh, I don't own a car. And that's I had a car. I had an 06 Ultima that I own that I drove for way too long. And a couple of years ago, actually about a year and a half ago, I finally I gave it away to charity. I'm just gone so much and I don't have a family. There's no wife at home who's driving the car when I'm gone. There's some months that I'm only home three days the entire month. 
So, you know, I Uber and Lyft when I'm around. But people, I had a bunch of questions about people asking me, like, I didn't know how to drive. I drive all the time. We rent cars on the road. So trust me, I know how to get behind the wheel of a car. I, I drove recently. So let's not, it's fine. Everything's fine. Thanks for doing this, man. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Holy smokes. I rent cars on the road. Yeah. I can drive. You got on the road all that again. kind of money. Uh, stat man and he just gave away his ultima to charity last year <laughs> hey you know hey he paid eight eight hundred dollars for uh what a 16 year old geo metro that must have been once <laughs> one fine geo metro mm -hmm. wow biggie from wwe here in the freak nation Coming up, you got your stat man, Scat, and Corey Heim, Daytona winner with the Arca Series. Two times in a row for this guy. And I think uh, the Billy Venturini, Venturini Motorsports, seven. Daytona wins, five? Five, right? Right. Ugh. How about just a crap ton? A lot. Yeah, right? five No, okay, here's five consecutive. Maybe seven total, but five got consecutive, it. yeah. And before my daughter asks, let's determine this before we get the stat man, Scat. Stat... Like, a couple's two, and a few is more than two, right? Uh, a right. few is more than three, I think, yeah. Okay, got it. All right. What's a crap ton? <laughs> uh, more than a few. Got it. Yeah. All right, so. Good answer. Single, double, few, crap ton. Crap ton. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Big leap. Big leap from few to crap ton, yeah. <laughs> but it's there. Oh, man. 22 years, Freak Nation. 22 years. It's been a historic week. The headlines have been mind-boggling. Even the motorsports community is affected by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The Formula One community responded quickly, deciding quickly to cancel the Russian Grand Prix planned for Sochi in September. The announcement, though, left an opening. The last line said, in the current circumstances. Does that mean a race if the war is over? I certainly hope not. The uh, Hungarian Grand Prix is about 700 miles from the Ukrainian capital, Kiev. Maybe that race should be reconsidered. There's no World Rally Championship event closer than Croatia, with Hungary being a buffer. There's a WRC event in Estonia in July, which shares a border with Russia. I'd move or drop that event as well. We're entering a dark time, and sadly, there are millions in America who believe Russia invading a neighbor, killing innocents, and bombing homes is a good thing. We can only hope for peace. I can't talk about it enough, Freak Nation. Again, 22 years of doing Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios. And speaking of Lucas Oil, I, I'm telling you, inside, how about inside your tires? The Lucas Oil Tire Inflator. Hose applicator, easy to use, non-flammable tire inflator. Uh, it's a sealer for use in all passenger vehicles. 
quickly seals, punctures, and reinflates a damaged tire. For more information, go to lucasoil. It's incredible. Uh, the amount of products that these guys have, or our friends have, these guys, these guys. These guys. Uh, yeah, guys. Our, friend, our friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're supposed, We're to, supposed laugh to laugh uncontrollably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our good friends, um, Lucas Oil, have is called Tire Inflator from uh, Lucas Oil. <laughs> oh, man. I can imagine how Statman feels right about now. It's uh, it's 930 here in Phoenix. What is it? Like four in the morning there in Columbus? Stat? I think it's next Tuesday. I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the calendar lately. <laughs> it's all right, man. We we got you. We got your back, man. Uh, we got about three and a half, four minutes to, to talk before we get into our next break real quick. And we're not making it political by any stretch, but I'm playing off a little bit of what Statman's scat was in regards to what's going on in Ukraine. It's going to be curious to see what other sports that are involved in Russia, at least initially, pull the plug from anything in in Russia at this point. I I would imagine, Stat Man, that that would be a decent size. That's a decent size blow to uh, Russia Formula One fans to pull that Grand Prix uh, from Russia. Yeah, in particular, what uh, uh, Putin did for that uh, Sochi. He put a, poured a lot of money into it to get it ready for the first race for the Winter Olympics, uh, for a lot of things that happened there. Uh, but I think I saw somewhere in the last few days that I think a UEFA match has been pulled, that an ATP match, a tennis match has been pulled. So, yeah, it would be difficult, uh, not just for penalty, but for security. Hmm. to bring in a lot of people into a place because there's a lot of uh, there's a growing uh, there's growing concern in Russia that people are willing to go to jail to protest the war in Ukraine uh, so it, this is not over by a long shot yeah. no I feel like though and I'm, I'm just saying this off of some of the last things I read which was pretty much last night today has been exclusively on motorsports but i feel like there was kind of an out sentence for what was it it's not the champions cup what was the soccer organization that did pull from russia uefa it was yeah. uefa okay mm-hmm. i feel like they said the same similar thing that formula 1 said in these current conditions meaning all right is this going to change and i i guess i just don't like that because in my opinion, what has happened, it's like punish Russia because they're just causing undue harm on so many people. Why should anything be in any different circumstance through the rest of this calendar year? Because what they've done is crap. But again, that's me. Just seeing where this is going and knowing that sports plays a part in many people's lives across the planet. It'll be curious to see where this goes. Uh Formula One in particular, uh, you heard us talk about UEFA. Uh, there's a, a ATP a tennis championship match that's it's, at least right, right now is being pulled. Uh, Hold on. Can I ask a question, though, real quick? I just thought about this. Why did it take Formula One 
almost 24 hours to make this decision because you already had Sebastian Vettel saying, I'm not racing there. And other drivers mm-hmm. were going to be right behind him saying, nope, we're not. I'm not driving. to. I'm not you know, doing anything in Russia. So the series then put out a statement. We have not. I forget exactly what 20 the seconds was. crash. Something along the lines of we have not. We, we see what's going on. We're keeping an eye on it. But then it took them another many, many hours to be able to say we're pulling ourselves from Russia. I just I, are legalities that bad that they had to cross every T and dot every I? And the answer I, to everything is money. Ugh. Speaking of guys, we need to make some money. How about that? <laughs> Coming up, Corey Heim, Daytona, Arca Series winner, joins us next. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. It's a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring 11 highly competitive racing series. This year's live coverage on MAV-TV features the Arca Menard Series, midget car action provided by the Power Eye National Midget League, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and the Pro Pulling League. There's even the Moto America Series, Midwest Drag Racing Series, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Mo- Motocross, Hoosier Arena Cross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl National. It's MAV TV's most robust live coverage schedule in network history. So come join us at MAV TV, the only television network in the U.S. dedicated exclusively to motorsports. For more information on MAV TV and MAV TV Plus, go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24 7, 365. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
Freak Nation, I had a chance to hang out at Daytona International Speedway last weekend. Met a whole hell of a lot of people, including WWE's Big E, uh, who you heard about uh, 10, 15 minutes ago. You'll be able to watch that interview on YouTube, Facebook Live. Uh, be, be sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Uh, you can catch all this video as we're doing this radio show. Straight to video, baby. Statman's got his pretty makeup on. Look at all Happy, look at that, man. On a day over 37. Nope. Corey Heim. Yes, that Corey Heim. ARCA series winner from Daytona. Uh, he's won it two times in a row. Uh, he joins us now. Of course, he was rolling on those general tires. Nation, as we come to you from the Lucas Oil Studios from the Daytona International Speedway Media Center. Corey Heim's been in the Freak Nation several times. And th there's always a reason. Usually it's because he's winning a damn race. But it's not every day an ARCA series driver running on general tires comes in again as a Daytona winner for the Lucas Oil 200. I would imagine, Corey Heim, as he joins us now, that it might take a little bit for that to sink in a two-time. There, there's not a whole lot of cup dudes that can say a two-time Daytona winner. Yeah, it's, it's special. You know, even being in the ARCA series, it's really special. Um, you know, just Venerini Motorsports, Soda Racing put together a great plan today. Um, all my teammates really helped me a lot. It feels like more of a win to Venerini Motorsports than it does even to me. So um, regardless, I'm really happy to be here and take the trophy home. The ARCA series racing is an inter interesting breed because you have people out there that have run a whole hell of a lot of races like yourself. And then you have ones out there that haven't run a lot of races. Once you get into that traffic, is there a different mentality for a guy like yourself who's won some big-time races? Will you approach some of those that don't run as good or hasn't been running as long as you have? Yeah, yes and no. Um, I feel like, you know, as far as Daytona goes, you know, you run up on guys that are brand new like I was last year, one year ago, and, and you know, you don't really know. I mean, some, I feel like some got it, some don't at the Super Speedway stuff and just can, can hold a straight line. So today I didn't really have to deal with a whole lot of people, but the ones that I did have to deal with, you know, I just kind of studied them for a lap and saw whether I can kind of work with them or, or not and, you know, be afraid of wrecking. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, I, it worked out for me. Who's in your ear during the race now? Does, does Billy go back and forth to talk? to you or who, who's the main person in your ear from pit road uh, shannon rushes yep mm -hmm. and lloyd garner up top right if they weren't up there would someone else be as calming as those people or is it like these are my guys they they calm me down on this racetrack yeah i feel like those are my guys for sure lloyd's been my spotter for about three years now and shannon's been my crew chief all last year for my full-time year and then he was in my uh in the box for about three or four races in 2020 so um i'm really used to those guys and they've mm -hmm. made a lot of great calls over the years and today was no exception Corey heim your arca series daytona winner joining us here in the lucas Oil studios of course he's running on his general tires for Daytona, it's, it's a huge win. I mean, championships are cool, but to win Daytona, that's always a notch in the belt of anybody that, that runs out here. And also for Venturini, the number of Daytona ARCA races that he's won, what is this, five, six, seven in a row? I think it's five in a row. Five in a row, so that's, that's right? Super special, yeah. what, come on, man. From your perspective, what is it that Venturini has? He, for me, he's like the Hendrick of ARCA. What does he have? 
hundred percent. You know, they just have guys that are really willing to work. Billy, Emily, Kathy, and Bill are all just always in the shop, always trying to do something to better the team. And you know, they've had their droughts. They've had they've had good days. They've had bad days. But mm-hmm. um, these past few years, it just seems like they've really taken off. Ever ever since 2018, 2019, they put such good guys on, on different cars. And uh, Shannon Rush and the whole crew, uh, the whole 20 crew in the past two years has really been taking off. I don't know what it's like for you because I don't know your career before coming into the ARCA series as I should, but. Whether you're jumping into a car from the small tracks, late models, to where you are now, knowing you're jumping into a car that not only could compete for the race win, but for all intents and purposes should win the race, the relief that that gives you as a driver has got to be just staggering. Yeah, you hit it right on the spot, you know, just kind of being a little, you know, cautious going into a race, knowing that it's a race winning car, you know, you're expected to win, you're expected to do this, expected to do that, um, to kind of follow through with that, you know, some people are going to sit there and say like, oh, like the car is, you know, just doing this for him, doing that for him. And, you know, people said that about the 18 last year, but you still have to drive the car. I mean, you know, you've got good drivers and good cars, you're going to win races. So, um, you know, I've, I've tried to better myself over the last two years and, you know, it's, it's come a long way. I feel like I've, I've learned way more since Daytona last year and it's kind of proven. When you're sitting on the pole for Daytona and you're coming around to grab that first uh, the first green flag, are you are you in the blinders by then or are you still going, holy crap, I'm at Daytona? Yeah, honestly, uh, uh, the other day when I sat in the truck, you know, just to kind of be just staring at the speedway just by myself. I mean, not a whole lot going on, so I can kind of think about it. Just just to be in the truck and, and just kind of think about just, man, like just I made it so far. I never mm-hmm. never saw myself being here three years ago, but it's all really worked out for me. And, um, you know, I'm so grateful for Toyota Racing, Venturity Motorsports, KBM, the whole nine yards. You, you, you're directing exactly where I wanted to go because the truck race is not uh, something to be proud of what you did. That was kind of a crappy race for you. You're a young man. Did you do it yourself or did you have others around you saying, bro, you got you another day here. It's it's okay. Yeah. I mean, so starting the truck race, you know, we were in a really good spot running, I think fourth with all of our our teammates around us, just kind of how we were in the, in the the ARCA race today. So I was thinking, man, we're in such a good spot. Um, And then on pit road, we wrecked and I knew pretty much from there, my my day was over with 80 laps to go, which is a full length (laughs) ARCA race basically. So uh, we rode around, waited for them to wreck and try to get our laps back just by staying out laps down and trying to get those extra spots for owner's points. But, um, you know, meanwhile, I was just kind of thinking to myself, like, man, I got another shot tomorrow. Like it's not over, you know? And, and meanwhile, I was also thinking like, it's not over today. I'm only two laps down, but mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, you know, um, I don't know where this is going to go. So um, I was just thinking to myself, like, man, I could just really want to just wear them out tomorrow. And that's mm-hmm. what we did. Corey Hive joining us, Lucas Oil Studios, your Daytona Arca Series winner, of course, running on those general tires. That truck race and that with that that wreck with what, two laps to go, cl- eclipsing that last lap. Uh, tell me what what's going on through you guys head. You've I know you, you weren't in that initial accident or that, that huge accident. But how, as a driver, are you gripping that steering wheel knowing you've got two laps, one lap to go? Why does that happen here at Daytona? Yeah, I mean, just a lot of people making a lot of moves all at once. Um, yeah, I was actually just pulling off the racetrack to get into the infield to retire the car. And I look up at the board and just plume of smoke. Everyone's wrecking. Not surprised at all. I mean, it happens every year. I've, I've come here every year since I was really young to watch the truck race and uh, be a part of that. But um yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of people making a lot of moves. Everyone wants to win Daytona. It's the biggest mm-hmm. race of the year, and it's the first race of the year, so everyone's rusty as well. So, um, you know, the Arca race was very tame today. I think, you know, all the Venerini cars being at the front of the field really helped that. But you have guys in the truck race that are normally running the back that want to win the race. You got people in the front that want to follow up and keep winning races. And it's just a lot of a lot of people and a lot of personalities kind of mixing right there. That's a good point because I don't care if it's Cup, Trucks, Xfinity, Arca. 
you're in the top 20 and you're within a half a second of the leader, you know you have a shot to win that thing because of the quote-unquote big one that could happen in front of you and you can kind of squeak through there and grab that checker. Is that it's kind of the mentality of those top 10, 15 drivers? Yeah, absolutely. And everyone's going to be aggressive. And, and when it pays off, you look great. And when it doesn't, you look stupid. So it's like, I mean, you know, a lot of people just say, screw it. You know, you got two opportunities, depending on what series you are. Arco has only got two opportunities right. to make that make that win. And if you're not in a car that can do that on a, on a weekly basis, you try to make it happen at Daytona or Talladega. So um, just, just those uh, evasive actions and, you know, just kind of having – that mentality down to the wire is really what sparks those wrecks. What's in store for Corey uh, past the ARCA series? Do you have any idea? Uh, not of right now. You know, I take it on a week basis. I have 16 truck races this year mm-hmm. from what it sounds like in the seven ARCA races, six or seven ARCA races. Um, you know, and I take it week by week, just kind of think about it um, as as that mentality, just so I don't get ahead of myself. But, um, you know, I'm hoping just to just to have success right now and kind of worry about it later this year. Boom. Corey Heim, of course, your Daytona winner ARCA series running on those general tires. Lucas Oil. 200. Dude, thanks for doing this. It's always a pleasure to get you in here, man. Absolutely. The general tires help great today. <laughs> not, not much motorsport. Much motorsport. Not much motorsport. Helio oh, or Helio. Not, 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 not. Well, not only that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsport. <laughs> you freaks. Not much motorsports. It's uh, it's been a while since we've done not much motorsports here in the Freak Nation. Are we ready? I think so. And just like that, I cue Richard C. Suave. And there's some, there's some humdingers out there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Finnish skier. I'm sorry, I'm not laughing. No, no. Finnish skier suffers frozen penis during event at Beijing Olympics. So that's what Magano was talking about today, wasn't it? Right. Yes. Yeah, hey, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, there you yeah. go. A Finnish skier competing in the men's cross-country skiing race at uh, this past Winter Olympics suffered damage to his equipment on Saturday. But it's just not what you would expect, of course, it's to his uh, penis. Remy Lindholm, all 24 years old of this finish, some gun, spent over an hour traversing the men's 50-kilometer mass on those snappy skis. Well, um, he froze his penis off. He didn't freeze it off. <laughs> what, Richie? <laughs> this That's hurts awful. just hearing listening to this. Yeah. Yes. Isn't that supposed to – I mean, stab man's our residential here. That man isn't isn't this is throw me in the, the, throw me under throw the bus on me right? I mean, isn't that supposed to be one of the warmest parts of on your body, your underarms and your groin? Yeah, but when you're out in the cold for an hour, I mean, it can only re, you know retract so far into the warmth. You know, I mean. It's... <laughs> but he had damage to this extremity and still had to finish the event because didn't he tell his local media it was all about battling through huh? yeah hey richie you highlighted one of the key lines in the story oh yeah there you go, go. ahead bud lindholm noted it was the second time his penis became frozen during a cross cross-country skiing race 
He says that a similar incident happened in Finland last year. And uh, here's the thing. In this story, it does kind of say that when you're cross-country skiing like this, you don't wear a whole heck of a lot of layers to stay mm-hmm. warm. Because most of the time, it's not like it's cold, but it's not freezing like it was there in Beijing. They had some really bad freezing temperatures and howling winds there. So it doesn't happen that often. But when you don't wear a lot of layers, it might happen once or twice. So the fact that this has happened a second time, I feel like he was maybe best fit for this to happen to him again. That's There awful. he is. He's the most finished looking dude I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. That is. <laughs> Here's the deal. Motorsports has helped the NFL in helmet designs over the last 10 years or so. Right. I think motorsports needs to come to the rescue for cross-country skiing now. Stop it with these stupid little teeny tiny thin suits. Make everybody wear fire suits or something similar so that they're protected. Especially their man junk. Oh, boy. They should be in protection over speed. Okay. Well, if they wear thermal underwear, that's the same thing as a uh, fire suit. Just put on. They're not. Uh, they're not going to catch fire out in the wilderness. No, they're so. not. But they need that thickness. They need that thickness. Yeah, well, you can get that from thermal underwear. I spent two days at Flagstaff, where it on on a damn mountain where it's six degrees at night. Mm-hmm. My man junk didn't freeze. I protected myself properly. Were you out there for an hour? Yeah. No, he was. I was out there for hours. I mean, well, look at my nose. I didn't protect my nose. You were out there for hours in the sun. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a difference. There wasn't really a lot of wind. There was The conditions were fine. It might have been six degrees when you woke up and when you went to bed. But during your ski time on the mountain with the sun shining, it was 35. Crasher, there's a lot of wind when I ski. <laughs> Statman, of course, goes to the gutter, thinks I'm talking about gas. No. No, well, I mean, that I'm, too. you're going, that too. You're go, I assume you're talking about going so fast. Yes. Mm-hmm. They got a wind chill. <laughs> this is wind burn on my nose if you're watching on YouTube. That's wind burn. Oh, it's a little sunburn too. But yeah, oh. you're right. I would say it's probably mostly wind burn. All right, Richie, one more story. What, what else do we have there, bud? I want to be quick with this one. Don't okay. have much time left. Now, in this particular story I pulled up from the New York Post, there are pictures related to this so i'm not going to scroll much further down if you're watching this live or watching this on tape okay and that's fine because i i looked at the pictures and i don't want to see him again but i'll be quick with this story wait what's the link though in case people want to go check it out i'll tweet it out you can you can search for this the headline reads student had New York legs, Post. fingers amputated after eating leftover chinese takeout so here's the thing that happened here it says a 19 year old college student developed sepsis and lost his legs and fingers after eating leftover chinese takeout food and what a doctor described as a perfect storm. They called it a freak accident. This happened way back in 2021. It happened a year ago. Why are we hearing Here's, about this now? Because it just finally got published in the in the uh, in the journal, I believe. And it's going. Oh, I don't, can't tell. I'm not going to scroll down anymore. There. But anyway, yeah, he had to have <laughs> legs, legs and fingers amputated. Here's the craziest thing about this: a friend of his also ate this same Chinese food. That apparently was left out of the refrigerator, so it developed bacteria. Mm. His friend ate the same Chinese food, came out fine. However, the guy who had his fingers, legs amputated, apparently he wasn't vaccinated against certain uh, 
things, basically. I don't know the best way to describe it. Bacterial strains, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so he got it, and uh, it turned out really disgusting for him. I'll tweet out the link, so if you want to go check out the pictures, there are some. I would advise against it. What, leftover Chinese or leftover shots? I had my finger on the rim shot when Statman opened his mouth. I was just out. knew it was coming. Yeah, it was going. <laughs> oh, man. Good show. I had some leftover Chinese earlier today. But I'm assuming you've been fully vaccinated. I, I get every shot that's in the last two years. <laughs> every shot that comes out, I get in line. It's that man was vaccinated with a three-point shot. hey <laughs> Hey, do what we do every Sunday night, Freak Nation. Shoot the juice to the moose and Statman. Cut it loose. See ya! <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.